0: Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free.
1: Oh, A ton to London Town's a go-go With the record selection And the mirror's reflection I'm a-dancing with myself When there's no one else inside In the crowded, lonely night Well, I wait so long For my love vibration And I'm dancing with myself Ah-ah, dancing with myself Ah-ah, dancing with myself when there's nothing to lose And then there's nothing to prove When I'm dancing with myself, uh oh, 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 oh. If I looked all over the world, and there's every type of girl, but your empty eyes seem to fast me by living dancing with myself. So let's take another drink, cause it'll give me time to think. If I had the chance, I'd ask the world to dance and I've be dancing with myself. Uh-uh, dancing with myself. Uh-uh, dancing with myself. Oh, well, there's nothing to lose and there's nothing to prove when I'm dancing with myself. Uh, uh. over the world and there's every type of girl but your empty i seem to pass me by living dancing with myself so let's sing another drink because it'll give me time to think if i had the chance that the world to dancing. and i'll be dancing with myself oh, 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 dancing with myself oh, 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 dancing with myself if I had the chance, I'd the world to death. If I had the chance, I'd the world to death. If I had the chance, I'd the world to death. Ow! Oh 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 oh, oh. oh, 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 oh. oh I-
0: Yeah, that's right. That was your old pal, Eric Zane. Well, that would sounded weird. What was that? Uh, crushing, Dancing With Myself from Billy Idol. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely perfect. Pitch perfect. Quality entertainment. Uh, add it to your playlist. Not at all embarrassing. I don't care. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's time for another edition of not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast. The only show that actually I have no idea what the hell is going on. Quite literally. I'm just saying, all right, this looks like something good from the past. Not even listening to it. It might even be a show where I'm crying about something again. I mean like literally crying. Anyway, Enjoy Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. And welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast from the Back Alley Comedy Club Auxiliary Studio. Pardon me, I have to blow my nose and I'm going to turn this down so you don't get get wind of this nonsense. Stand by. Okay. Sickness has uh, once again invaded the household. Yeah, great time to lose your insurance, by the way. Hey, it's a perfect time to talk about the Patreon. If you like the free podcast and you want more, please go to EricZaneshow.com and click where it says Patreon. What is that? Well, that's where you can drop five bucks in there every every month, and you get the extra podcast every day. Every day. Monday through Friday, that is. Okay? Extra stuff for you. Funny stuff. Uh, The extra one is where I let it fly more. I've decided that I'm not letting it fly as much. Um, with the nasty words, and not even then isn't that strong. I just wasn't comfortable with it. But if I do do it, I do it on the Patreon, just because uh, I don't want to get in trouble with the internet police. Believe it or not, there are some ramifications to that. I can make money online with Facebook and stuff like that. If they look at this and listen to one of these videos, they're like, hey, "Wait a minute, this guy's a jackass. What the hell is he doing? We're not, we're not giving him the uh, eight cents per nine hundred thousand views, as if I get one hundred thousand views." Uh, There is a theory going around as to how the illness invaded this household. And I'm going with it. I think it was Stevie, Zaniac Stevie, who pointed out, this is because of Eric drinking the water with the gum from Coach Ben Simon. That is a great theory. I'm going to find out if that guy's been sick or not. Because ingesting his gum AIDS water would do it. So I apologize about my energy level being a little bit off today. If I start to get really intense with the voice, it actually burns my throat. Here's how it goes. I, I coughed so hard and so violently uh, in the last 24 hours that I injured myself. Have you ever done this? Where in your back, there is a muscle that it's called like the uh, get, hurt, uh, get injured by coughing muscle. And if I cough... It's like, uh, who was that tennis player who got stabbed in the back? Monica Seles. I feel like Monica Seles when she got stabbed in the back every time I cough. Great reference that no one knows, stupid. Big fat dummy. So, man, now I have, I have been able to figure out how to cough. Without it causing pain. And what you have to do is have to sit way up straight and exaggerate my posture. And put my hands like um, like over my head. And then I can sneeze and cough without feeling like, uh, you know, someone in the Hunger Games just threw some medieval weapon into my back. And, uh, boy, I don't know what's with these references today. I think the illness is saying, hey, let's be stupid. You're a jerk. Today's show, holy cow, the content on these shows is getting more and more involved and long. Jeez. And that's good. So what we have today is coming up in just a bit here is Dear Meathead. Now I published the video if you want to see me talking uh, talking, talking to dad on Facebook. Uh, but uh, you know, if you're just driving around, you want to hear Dear Meathead, I got it for you on the freebie. That is how we'll start. Dad has some crazy advice for a guy who, quote, wants to get some trim. Dad does not know what that means. I'll tell you that. What he says is awesome. After that, the yucks kind of die down because I have an interview, a full length interview, with two people that are from the Grand Rapids area, I believe Wyoming. They are a, a young couple by the name of Andrew and Hillary Dykstra. They have a two-and-a-half-year-old little girl named Claire. Do you remember this story? Grandpa Dykstra, not, I guess it wouldn't be Grandpa Dykstra, Hillary's dad, was walking through Rogers Plaza helping the little one learn to walk. The little one, Claire, is missing a key component of her brain. It's just not there. It's called the corpus callosum or callosum and she just doesn't have one so her little brain takes longer to uh, as hillary described it map out so like when you and i learn to walk there's a pathway that goes through your brain well her brain can adapt it just takes forever so the best way to do this is to have sustained bouts of walking for 20-30 feet and they don't live in a mansion, the folks. So they you know, head over to Rogers Plaza. What the hell? Nobody, nobody's there anyway. Some uh, jackass, if you remember this story before Christmas, like a big blowhard comes up to him and tells him to get the hell out of here. And he says some other things that Hillary talks about. The story pissed me off so bad. We had her on on BBL. And thank God we're now here. Because just as many people can hear the story on the pod. Uh, at length and the reason why they're here is because or they uh, you'll, you'll hear them in the studio is because there is an event, a fundraising, I should say awareness raising event at Rogers Plaza. That comes up on Sunday and I'm going to be there showing support. so will Diana. I think Madison wants to go. It's an organized event called Walking with Claire at Rogers Plaza. And uh, we're gonna meet over like the post office area. You can't meet. You can't. Can't miss it. All the TV channels are there. This this dickhead. His name is Mud, and he is such a douche. So I'm anxious. To, I'm hoping we get sprayed down with hoses. Maybe a couple flash grenades. Because no, I'm I'm just kidding. I don't want that to happen. But I feel like I'm part of something big by getting with these folks. This this awesome family. They got a ton of friends and family. We're gonna get together. We're gonna uh, walk around that place. And hopefully, uh, Chief Screw Number One won't uh, won't be a butt. There's a lot about this story that I'm I, I cannot get over, and we talk about it in that interview. So look, I'm going to leave it right here and uh, pass it off to those two segments. Thank God I got those in the can because I am just cooked. Still got. <coughs>
1: <laughs> oh god
0: that's what i'm talking about if you saw that right now you'd have thought i was, I was uh, like uh having a, a seizure okay folks enjoy the day help me out uh, patreon.com slash eric zane you can get to it at eric show.com buy a t-shirt man that's good stuff also thanks again to don veltman and my friends at back alley comedy club saturday night to see mike logan mike is a funny dude He was on the show with us earlier this week, and I want a bunch of people there. If you want to go, because, Don, man, I realize Muskegon's kind of off the beaten path, but Muskegon's awesome, first of all. They get a bunch of support from Andy O'Reilly. He's another dude doing it online, former radio guy, got chewed up and spit out. And uh, so I really want people to go to Back Alley. I got one listener going, a pair, but I want to give more away. If you want to go see Mike Logan, 8 o'clock on Saturday at Back Alley, all you got to do is send me an email, eric at com, and I will hook you up, okay? Send me an email, eric at com, and we'll go from there. All right, folks. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks for the support. Bye-bye. Hello? Papa. Hey. How are you?
2: Okie dokie. How are you?
0: No complaints. Good for you. Well, I take it. I take it back. I've been complaining all day.
2: Oh, no way. Why?
0: Well, I'm I'm very sick.
2: What's the matter? Oh, the cold?
0: Yeah, it's gotten so bad. I mean, it's like really knocking me down a bit. Yeah.
2: Joanne just recovered. Just we got uh, two, three weeks. Yeah. Two weeks she's been at it. Uh, what is it that you had, Joanne? I've had laryngitis. She had laryngitis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, take care of that because... Uh, it's
0: going to really put you down. Oh, yeah, it is. I am down. I've been in bed all day.
2: Well, how are you going to be able to handle your show, honey?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, well, I'm doing it right now. So, you know what's funny about that? A lot of people might say, well, you're just talking. But there's more to it than that. Talking, I found this out, leads to inflammation. Yeah. In your, yeah. Like in your throat, you know? You think
2: that causes that?
0: Well, it doesn't help the healing. So
2: no, no, yeah, you know, you're irritating it, you
0: know. So it gets wow. it gets a little weird. But well, how are uh, you gonna
2: manage on in the show? Well it's it's just a talking show.
0: <laughs> well, you know how it is. You kinda of suck it up and uh away you go, right?
2: I guess so. But I don't know. When I'm down with the way you're talking, I just don't wanna be talking.
0: I know it, I know it. So uh I've I've laid low most of the day. And uh, you know,
2: do you, do you think you require you to see a doctor, get some medication? You can't
1: get medication
2: for a cold. Oh, Joanna says you can't get medication for a cold.
0: I think I'm just going to take it easy, and then it'll kind of work its way through. You know?
2: Yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't what know. Uh, hey, uh, do you have health insurance now?
0: I've got health insurance from my old work till the end of the month. And then are you
2: making arrangements to uh, get covered?
0: Yes. You know, uh, how the government, you go to the website, healthcare.gov.
2: I don't know that, but go ahead. Yeah. She knows,
0: you know, some people, when they cannot uh, pay, they, uh, they apply for, uh, help and assistance. Um, we're not going that route. It's not that bad. Uh, we, you you go and you search a plan. You try to get the best one. You pay for it out of your pocket. Pay the premiums, and then off you go. It's expensive, but the family's covered.
2: Yeah, well, we pay. I we pay like uh, almost six hundred bucks a month.
0: Oh my god, that is uh, that's 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 tough. Yeah. So, Dad, do you have any uh, home remedies I should know about? Because I know from the old country, you know, don't you like? Uh, wouldn't you guys like bite the heads off rattlesnakes to feel better?
2: No, honey. I don't know any home, home remedies of any kind from our country. But uh, uh, Joanne's got a lot of experience. What do you want, Joanne? Boil water. water in the house during the day. Yeah. Uh, steam up the house.
0: Yeah. You won't believe it, Dad. I coughed so hard that I pulled a muscle in my back. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It was brutal. You should have seen. Joanne I... says she believes it. So now every time I cough, it feels like it's terrible pain.
2: Wow. You can't take time off?
0: Well, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it, I think it would be weird if I'm at home saying, hey, I'm not going to do anything today. It's not, I mean, I'm at home. I can just roll a file, suck it up, get it done. Yeah, I can't
2: appreciate that. You the best cough drops on computer? Joanne says look at the, at the computer for the best cough drop.
0: Yeah, Dad, we'll will do. Hey, hey, have you still been listening? Uh, there's been a lot of people saying that they're impressed. Excuse me.
2: <coughs> impressed about what?
0: Impressed that you uh, finagled the internet to be able to listen to the show.
2: Oh, my God. I didn't do that. Joanne does that.
0: That's not easy. She
2: is a guru of that stuff.
0: That's not. I'm always impressed when someone dives into a new technology and is able to pull that off. You know?
2: She does it. She did it. She did, Oh, my God. I'm amazed at her.
0: Nice. Hey Dad, you. so Dad, you want to get to some questions? I got a few here. I don't have a ton. I don't. Uh, I've been, like I said, a little bit. Uh, 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 I haven't done as much diligence in coming up with questions, but I do have some from last week. If you want to read them, sure, go ahead. I'll read them to you, actually. All right. Uh Dad Regis writes this. Um, Dear Meathead, I've been single for a little while now, and I'm trying to get back in the game. <laughs> What would, in your expert opinion, be the best way, as he puts it, to get some trim? What's trim? Uh, I don't know. I think I think that that's slang for, like, uh, loving from a lady, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that some that's...
2: Mucho, mucho.
0: Yeah, that mucho, mucho is correct. I think that that's what he's looking to do, get some mucho, mucho. Uh, and, and a lot of our questions usually center around this type of... Uh, subject matter and i apologize for that but uh you know i mean some of these guys that's all they think about they don't think about the uh, finer things in life they just think about trim and mucho mucho
2: <laughs> well uh, can i say exactly what's on my mind
0: that uh that's on uh, your th- show that's up to you dad all right pause in the action on not the best of the eric zane podcast saying hello to my friends at tag accounting and tax services that's the gin's Troy Ginzer, love him so much. TagCPA.net is their website, 616-301-9516. Check out the website, make make the call, Uh, make preparations for your tax year. Okay, you're getting your 2022 taxes done. You do this by yourself, you're not going to get as much money back. You're going to make a mistake, and that may even cost you. Wouldn't it be great to not have to worry about any of this? Just send all your stuff to this guy who loves to do stuff with numbers. Oh, my gosh. Yes, the tax hobbit wants your business. Check out his website. See for yourself. TagCPA.net. Tag Accounting and Tax Services, 616-301-9516. Call the tax hobbit and mention my name. All right. Hello to Frank Fuss. My Policy Shop Insurance, 616-914-4070. Please don't try to figure out healthcare.gov on your own. If you uh, recently lost a job or you're self-employed or your uh, maybe your employer does not offer health insurance, you need Frank Fuss to help you every step of the way with healthcare.gov. 616-914-4070 is Frank's number. He can also help you with any other kind of insurance, either with helping you himself or giving you a referral for whatever it is you're looking for. That's what you get when you get the number one license independent insurance agent slash broker anywhere. That's Frank Fuss. He's helped so many of my audience members, and uh, they've always been so very, very appreciative of Frank. Thank you. Hello to Sarah Honda Granville. Of course, Michigan's number one Honda volume dealer. No one sells more Hondas than Sarah Honda Granville. Go there, test drive a brand new one. And, uh, you know, as, as the way it goes these days since COVID, you uh, kind of like um, figure out what you want on your car, kind of like what you want on your pizza, and then it shows up custom built for you still the case now sarah honda granville let's continue on with more of not the best of the eric zane show podcast that's it i mean i don't want to do that we don't have uh, any we don't have any restraints or anything you no one can get in trouble here you're you're in safe safe area dad
2: all right well uh first first thing that comes to my mind go get yourself a (laughs) hooker (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay.
2: You know, okay. I mean, you really gotta take a chance on on life, but that's a no-no,
0: really. Well, you know, and in this day and age, Dad, we just talked about um, the internet. That's an easy thing for people to do if that's what they want, you know.
2: Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's a low-life type of a situation, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But that's not what you want. So, but that's that's one way out. Yeah. Uh, the second of all, daughter, in my opinion, is don't build up a history of looking around just for that.
0: Right, you know, I mean, let's uh, be honest. Look for
2: a good friend,
0: yes. someone
2: to become a good friend, and uh, be funny, have a sense of humor.
0: Yeah, let the- to um...
2: draw them in your friendship, and then if the friendship manifests to be a real decent friendship, well, other natural things can happen. Sure. But it's, but yeah. But to build your whole history of life, i looking for that. That's a low life
0: thinking. Okay. All right. So it all it all boils down to uh, be a normal human being and uh, take it as a, at a, at a normal pace instead of just jumping right into. Uh, that's right. Mucha mucha build on just for that. Yeah. Come on now. But but you know how young people are, Dad. I mean, you. Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, like I'm slowing down. You slowed down about forty years ago, and. Uh, you know, this guy's not slowing down.
2: Well, that, he is going to pay the piper if that's all he's looking for.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: It, it, uh, <laughs> according to my wife, slam it in the door.
0: Oh, okay, so that, that'll settle him right down. Slam it, it, it in the door. Okay. <laughs> cure the desire. Hey, Dad, I got an email from a good friend of mine, and he's a, this guy's a songwriter. He lives in West Michigan in a country band. His name's Gunner Nyblad. And Gunner wrote in. He's got a question. Do you want to hear it? Sure. Gunner writes, "Dear Meathead, I am a songwriter and my manager says that I have not written, I have not written an undeniable hit that fits the country radio format. Do you have any good song suggestions about things that I could write a song about? Maybe old sayings you think would work in a song, or should I take pride in not making" garbage pop country snap track sounding songs.
2: Gunner's. big Is he very... asking me if I have a song that I can... Yeah. It...
0: I'm sorry, say that uh, again. Say that again, Dad.
2: Yeah, you know, something happened here. I said, is he asking me to give direction for a song?
0: Correct. Yes. He... he... Uh,
2: unfortunately, I really can't be... Uh, I'm not educated in that
0: department. Well... I think what he's getting at is sometimes songwriters write about, you know, uh, the relationship with their kids. Uh, A good day, uh, a good day because they went to church or something like that. I don't know. Um, But he complains that a lot of country music is uh, based around getting mucho, 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 as you say it, or getting trim as opposed to something uh, more worthy, like like a deep topic. Do you have any deep topics?
2: I, I really think that the, the one of the best things that uh, a songwriter can write a song is about an individual person or persons. I think the greatest thing that I would really appreciate myself is to write a song about a mother or a father. Uh-huh. And the upbringing, hopefully it's a good upbringing. And uh, take off with that and uh, put in the lyrics that you want uh, to meet that particular challenge of parental love and, and sacrifices yeah. that uh, parents do make, a good parents, to raise kids.
0: Yes, yes. I like that, and Dad. I
2: and really, I really am into
0: that. Okay. What about if he was writing a song about getting a hooker? Do you think he could pull that off?
2: No. I think that sucks.
0: Okay. All right. Dad, you've done it again, as always. I appreciate you uh, doing this. You and Joanne are awesome. Well, thank you, honey. We do very a little. Oh, come on now! You're like a you're like a big hit. Well, thank you, honey. That's yeah. Th-
2: thanks to you for all the work that you're putting in there, and I want you to uh, put this work into your own health right now.
0: Yep, I'm gonna try, Dad.
2: And uh, that's your uh, bread and butter right now, your voice.
0: That's that's all we're doing. We're counting on okay, people, honey. Dad. Um, hey, uh, apparently the rumor on the street is you're getting another T-shirt to replace the big one. Oh my God! Yeah. Uh, it
2: costs a lot of money of you guys are wasting
0: like that. No, no. I think Anna was able to get them to replace it or something like that. And she's like super rich. She's, she's worth like $5 million.
2: Her name is Anna? Yes. Tell her I really greatly appreciate her and uh, for being so diligent in uh, getting this shirt send to money. me. And uh, wait a minute. What is it, you want? Send money. Oh, yeah. You want to send money. Yeah.
0: All right, Dad. Well, you're the bye best.
2: Okay, and I wish
0: you well, and I say a prayer for you to heal. You got it. Hey, it's, it's interesting. As we started this, I started with a hat on and, like, a, a big, big sweater and a scarf. And now I'm getting warm. I think my temperature might be coming down. We'll see.
2: All right. I hope so, honey. Okay. God bless you. Say hello to the family for me.
0: All right, guy. We'll
2: hear from you soon.
0: Okay, Dad. Thank you.
2: You bet. Love Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. Love you,
0: too. Well, well, well. Oh, my gosh. Get a hooker? Yeah. Only he could say that. Sounding good as always, dear Meathead, every week on the Eric Sancho Show podcast. Okay, you might be wondering, why does uh, Eric look like he's wearing uh, like 10 sweaters or sweatshirts? That's because I'm freezing. I have uh, this whatever is creeping through my body is uh, wreaking havoc. And uh, that's why I haven't shaken the hands of my guests who are with me right now. They are Andrew and Hilary Dykstra. Welcome to the Eric Zane podcast.
3: Thank you for having Thank us. You.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, so now this is a long time uh, coming. We uh, became familiar with each other when the Dykstras were in the news recently. I heard a story about uh, Grandpa, and that's your my dad, Hilary. Yes. Was walking with your little girl, Claire, who is how old? Two and a half. Walking through Rogers Plaza because it's a nice open space, whatever, you know. And uh, then somebody very abruptly approached Grandpa and said, All right, no more. Get out of here or I'm calling the cops. Let's back up. Before we talk more about that, I want to give everybody a little bit of background as to what is happening here in particular with, with the details. Um, so Claire was born two and a half years ago. Uh, take us through that. When did you notice that something was a little bit that you didn't expect?
3: Um, when she was first born, she was having trouble breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't really know anything was going on uh-huh. then. Um, she had slow reaction time, um, but they nothing. No brain scans were done. Nothing okay. new. Um, and then about when she, every time we'd go to the doctor, he would measure her head, mm-hmm. notice that it wasn't growing at the rate that it should have.
0: Okay. Okay.
3: And so he thought that her skull futures.
0: Those are those. Skulls. Uh, is it sutures?
3: Sutures. Because it's, 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 yeah, sutures. I
0: remember because then they, they're, they're like soft when you're a kid, yeah. right?
3: And they're supposed to expand mm-hmm. and then they close when they're ready. Right. Um, but it was not that, it was she was missing the middle part of her brain.
0: Okay. That's causing the, tr- the uh, what is the development at a normal rate for, yes. a, for a typical child.
3: And yeah. she also has microcephaly. Um, that means her brain isn't as big as what it should be at a two-and-a-half-year-old. Mm-hmm. And we've dealt with that. She's under the negative percentile for that. Yeah. And so that comes with its own delays and issues in itself so she has a double whammy with that all right
0: okay obviously you're working with doctors on a regular basis Uh, let's let's uh, um, you have to take extra careful steps to try to further her development Mm -hmm. and walking something that we all take for granted you have to really work with Claire to be able to get her to that level that you and I, like right. I said, take for granted.
3: Yeah, we, um, we didn't know what to expect her first year. Um, it's, she was almost failure to thrive. Her second year, she started hitting huge milestones, starting to crawl. Mm-hmm. And then she went to therapy and went on a treadmill started to walk and that's when she had to go past that point to further on um to progress and that is why she was taken to rogers plaza okay where we're open space less foot traffic Mm -hmm. less sensory issues right um but she still got social interaction yeah yeah Yeah. community integration okay huge
0: did it ever occur to you that you being there might be affecting people or obtrusive or taking I mean was there ever a sign that you were doing something wrong never leading up to this
3: never Uh, my dad had people coming up to him patting him on the back saying you're doing an excellent job keep it up The people would know her walking Mm -hmm. and go cheer her on. Go Claire, bring her suckers. Oh, yeah.
0: So all the regular walkers would see her, maybe the store owners. So kind of like over time, she and Grandpa are almost a fixture. Yes. Okay. Now, the fateful day, that was sometime in December, was it not?
3: Yes. Just before Christmas.
0: Take me through it, because I saw the video, Mm -hmm. but I want to hear it from you. How did it happen?
3: Well, there was one time that the manager did come walking by he didn't stop or anything he just they were putting on her braces and her shoes Mm -hmm. and she can't sit in a regular chair um so they were on the floor and he said you can't sit on the floor and just kept walking never introduced himself he doesn't look like a manager they thought he was joking some person there Um, and then the next time he came up to him my dad was trying to explain to him that Claire has a disorder, right. missing part of her brain, um, and that's when he began to and, yell at And that at was him. the
0: guy who had the temper tantrum on the video. Yes. He was very uh, aggressive, yes. style, uh, angry tone of voice. Wasn't here. Wasn't having a bit of it.
3: No, didn't. I. I I would, as a human being, see that there's a little girl. One you've seen her get her braces put on. That's not normal. And to have a child that age, she may look younger, but she definitely doesn't look like she's just big. She's not a baby. Right. Um. And she shouldn't be having.
0: Yeah. She shouldn't
4: be walking with a walker. Right. You should be able to tell. Right. How could
0: you possibly? take that aggressive stance when yeah. you know something's a little bit different than most right. little kids at it. And if
3: you if he would have calmly explained to them, my dad is very passive. He does not want conflict. He if there was any trouble, they would have done something different. And he and people keep saying that oh, it's not a place for physical therapy. One, physical therapy is done everywhere. I do physical therapy. I can take my patients to the store. I can okay. take them anywhere. It's it's a part of therapy. It's not exercises.
0: Well, yeah, you can walk in public places. In public that places. is the, the bottom line yes. is there's nothing illegal about going right. for a walk in a public place. All right, friends, not the best of the Eric Sancho podcast. Pause in the action. Thank you, Kent County Health Department. Accesskent.com slash health. If you need anything concerning the WIC program, immunizations for the little ones at little or no cost, personal health services, call upon the Kent County Health Department. Accesskent.com slash health, the website. TC Paintball. We have a paintball event coming up January 15th. That's Sunday Cannot wait, so looking forward to that, and I want to see you there. All you have to do is let me know that you're coming. Drop me a line, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and we will count on seeing you there. 5 p.m. start, Sunday the 15th, TC Paintball. Blue Frost IT. If you are a small or medium-sized business in West Michigan, it's time to consider, or if you need to consider, upgrading the tech. Have a 30-minute conversation with the folks at Blue Frost IT before you figure out what you're going to purchase. Uh, the folks at Blue Frost IT will help you with that decision. Figure out what your business needs are. That way you're not buying something you don't need. you got to have an expert opinion as to what your business needs. That's what Blue Frost IT is all about. 616 continuing on with more of not the best of the eric zane show podcast
3: and also it wasn't just with a therapist my dad would take her all the time and she started off when she was going there being able to you'd have to move her legs for her yeah to go to walk 200 feet right. with someone propelling the walker but her doing the walking okay so there was positive in this
0: so That happens, and I saw Grandpa. He handled it uh, awesomely. I mean, just there's something special about someone who can take something as heinous as that and callous as that was and just sit there and blink because, you know, it's almost like live to fight another day. There is another time, and he's waiting for it in his own venue, which is what we're doing right now, as opposed to um, it getting out of hand. So I applaud him for that. Uh you go home um the video is on hand. You have the video. How long did you wait before you published the video on facebook
3: i um I waited. We had a different post going through um with some of the disability advocates um but for me, I waited a couple weeks a I, week I
4: pretty much when I got home and and heard about the situation i I contacted um First, I contacted that manager and asked mm-hmm. what had happened. Right, and he was not apologetic to oh, me at all. Yeah,
0: I remember. I remember that part of the story.
4: Very confrontational. Oh boy. And, and so I, you know, at that point, um, you know, being in the special needs community, we we do have you know some avenues that we we can right reach out to. So I reached out to them to mm-hmm. figure out what I needed to do. Yeah. Um, just to, you know, see. <coughs> Excuse me. Just, just to see, you know, you know, if there was anything. Sure. About it. I mean, we weren't looking for anything no. at that point. No, 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 you know, no. Just, you know, is this something that we're taking out of context or or, right. or what?
0: How did you feel? How would you have felt if after this all got started, there had been just one mind in this whole mix? That started to that that saw it from your point of view, just somebody who gave you a bone, would that have? Would, it, I mean, would that have yeah, helped? That,
4: that would have squashed this whole thing right we right from ahead. the. beginning. You, you know, weren't I mean, looking you for know, a fight. Uh, I mean, no. who has time for that? I mean, any, any special needs parent, you know, like she's said hundreds of times. Now, there's no special needs parent or any parent for that matter out there that is looking for right for these type of situations. You don't. You just kind of want to. You know, do the status quo help your child as much as possible, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, we don't. You, need you don't want to fly under the, problem, the radar, right? Right. right. There
0: was um, speculation. Well, I shouldn't say speculation. It's, to me, it's kind of fuzzy because after the firing stuff, a lot of things left my mind. But did someone accuse you of trying to get money? Did did that happen, or is that fake?
4: Their lawyer. Um, well, I don't. We're not I don't sure think if he's any- still their lawyer or not. Um, the disability advocates on our behalf have been reaching out right to that company but um he said um that
3: we were using a disability to cause yeah. a problem. problem we most 99 percent of the people have our back but there is that one percent that has to <coughs> make comments that trolls, trolls. oh yeah. how dare you let your child crawl on the floor and it's it's i see people on the floor everywhere Claire doesn't make that decision right. to do that. She can't help it. That is her okay. body.
0: She needs a little room. I mean, what's yeah. a big deal? There, there is no big deal. Uh-huh. This guy who you know comes at you guns a-blazing, um, I can only imagine what it's like in the world of the people who run the facility now because you make all the phone calls. It goes poorly you decide okay somebody needs to know about this how did tv get involved did you approach tv or did tv see
3: it they saw the video um and everyone that saw the video contacted them the next day after i posted the video and did the whole story all wzzm Uh fox and uh, wood TVA all contacted me right in the morning
0: yeah, and then I think I heard I called you at about the same time, yeah. um, and then off, off we went. Mm-hmm. Um, did that soften their opinion of this, the folks there? Did they still, like, double down on you? They, I mean, there wasn't.
4: Yeah, they, they have not changed their opinion.
3: Well, a- well, actually, they sent out a letter. Yeah. Um, it was too late. By then, after the news stories, they said, we apologize to the Dykstra family and it didn't come to us i went to the ada it was nothing um, okay. sent to us you know what timeout
0: can you tell me precisely the name of what your daughter has so that you know i can yeah. we can help
3: claire has a genesis of the corpus callosum okay and microcephaly
0: and there is an organization okay. that helps support families in that yes. and that's part of the reason for the walk you're not doing it to make the rub their face in it nope. you're doing it to Spread awareness. Spread awareness, and what I mean, yeah. you, this has turned into a blessing. Yeah. It's almost like thank God that guy was having a bad day because I didn't know what this was, mm-hmm. and I'm sure a lot of people that are listening to this didn't know what this was. Does it ha- does it is it known as like AD or uh, is, there, is there like is there anything short for it or anything that that it goes by?
3: ACC. I'm sorry. ACC. Okay. Um. There's there's different levels mm-hmm. of it. Some children are born. With part of it, okay. Thinning part with their uh, corpus callosum thin, mm-hmm. disfigured, and that all has different names. Sure. but for Claire, hers was completely gone. Okay,
0: what is the organization that is uh, supporting the families in this? Is it acc.org or no?
3: It's the um, National Organization for the Disorders of the Corpus Callosum.
0: That's all the web address. And it, that's
3: NO, It's oh. considered the
4: NODCC. N-O-D-C-C dot org.
0: Okay. Okay, good. Um, this is a disease that not a lot of people know about. It's rare. And that's right up our alley because, you know, all the uh, things we've done with the AT Children's Project, I know what it's like um, witnessing an organization that's helping families that has probably I'm guessing, let, let me see if I can paint a picture and tell me if I'm correct. There's probably like six people that work in the office maximum. They have a bare bones budget. Some of the people are just volunteers. Uh, and and there's a board. The board consists of all parents of children who have this disease. Correct? Yep. Very correct. That's the way it always is. Yep. But you know what? Big things happen to those organizations because, you know, you can throw money at it on a national level. But when these things happen like this, it moves the meter. I've seen it work. It really does. And the fact that we're going to get together on Saturday and have this walk. I'm sorry, Sunday. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> now, on Sunday and have this walk is, is really, really important.
3: Yeah, we want it to come out positive, definitely. And to we, we don't want this to happen to other people. Right. I know that we can't stop all of it. Mm-hmm. But it opens the eyes um, for the people that have children that have special needs that are afraid mm-hmm. to sure. go out in public. Um, and also to have other businesses aware that your employees... Sh- need to look at the situation before you react and not come after the little kid. Everything's not just black and right.
0: white. Yeah. Right. Show some humanity. What? Yep. Did, so there's a number of stores at Rogers Plaza that and they had to have heard about the plaza reacting this way. I wonder what it's like, how they're responding. Because I doubt yeah, they're going, yeah, it's about time you know. got rid of the Dykstra's. I'm, I'm guessing they're... Yeah.
4: We, supportive we really haven't reached out to them uh, since they in Rogers Plaza hasn't wanted us on their their property oh boy you know the um, Claire and um, her father um, Hillary's father uh, they didn't want them on the property and we thought it was best for us to to stay away as well okay um, just just for legal purposes we didn't want to get So, Sunday, are we, like,
0: bum-rushing the place? Are we going to get hosed down, like, like in the 60s?
3: So We shouldn't. um, There's going to be a lot of people there that are going to be protecting Claire. Um, We don't know for sure if she's actually banned from coming. This is so Um, dumb. I cannot believe we're talking
0: about a a two-and-a-half-year-old child and asking if, if she's
4: banned.
3: If they want to... Have us leave, then we leave. We're not going to okay. cause a it's, ruckus. It's a peaceful
4: we're, walk. We're not. We're not looking for trouble. But
3: there's going to be some people there that are yeah. going to be oh, helping yeah.
0: along the way. Are you going to have to like give a pep talk to like because every family's got the black sheep who's always looking to start a fight? Are you going to have to have uh, round up the usual suspects and say, all right? Keep it, uh keep it low key.
3: Not, yeah, we're hoping.
0: Okay, good. All right, good. And I, and I sincerely, hope, and I don't think there will be. I just, it's, it's just, I just, um for the life of me, I cannot, uh I can't understand how it got to this point.
4: Yeah, if, like, like we've said right from the beginning. You know, if they would have came out, you know, that day, the next day. A couple days afterwards, and I mean, they've had our number this whole time. Could have called us, said, "Hey, we we screwed up." Yeah, you know, ten minute conversation. Let's work this through and get some training, something like that. This this whole thing probably never happened.
3: This man, this the manager. I mean, when I talked to him, the things he said to me, and I was calm. I was at work when I found out. He was heated. I was actually calm when I called. And they when said, you say
0: he, you mean the man- you mean the manager or Andrew?
3: Andrew was heated. The manager was heated. I called, and I wanted to know, where are your rules stated? I am the mother right. of the little girl that you kicked out today, mm-hmm. and she has a disability, and he just started yelling at me, what oh. don't you people understand? Oh. You can't sit on the floor. And I said, well, she's... right. M- Walking, she's been walking there. Don't you have a home? And and our whole thing is Claire will always go with us wherever. Right. she You have to bring your children <gasps> out me. into public so they're used to it and can live as typical a life as what they can. And I said, and, um, I said, well, she needs more space than what we have in the house. She can do a household distance. I said. She's been going to your store right. or your mall to walk farther, and he said, well, "Well, from what I saw, it looks like she can barely walk at all."
0: Uh, and
3: I, and that's where I um, you know, stabbed right in the heart because she's fought so far. The
0: guy, here's the thing: he was once a sweet, sweet soul, and I just, I, 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 I wonder what happened along the way that made him have that. Uh, crispy exterior. I, I, I don't get it. I don't understand what makes a person do what they do. And I guess you can bang your head against the wall wondering that all the time. Yeah, I don't. But what a miserable, miserable way to approach something that could be so easily positive. I mean, think about that. What an opportunity to do something absolutely uh, wonderful uh, on, a, on, a, on a real um, godly level. I mean, think about it. And the fact that this guy turns away from that with a hard heart and basically tells everybody to go to hell i find it unbelievable uh i i wonder if he'll be there to join us in the walk on uh, on sunday
3: we wonder that too um and like i said we're gonna let the higher powers that will be there deal yeah. with that um we're gonna we're just gonna walk peacefully we're there Have, for
4: claire we're not there for yeah,
1: yeah yeah and yeah.
3: Um, it's as much as I'd would like to tell him what I think of sure. him, there's you know, the two parts of me that advocate yeah. and then there's the mother. So there's two parts of me. One I would love to sit down and explain to him, but I don't think it would matter. No, it doesn't. If it doesn't if he doesn't
0: see it now no. and uh,
3: Which is too it, bad. It's
0: remarkable. Yeah. And I, I I I I'm floored at the um, inability to even crack a little bit to say, ah, yeah, all right, go on, go on, do your thing. Yeah. But no, for whatever reason, it's not going that way. I, I, uh, I applaud you two for keeping the level heads um, and not making it worse because that would only do that. And, and I just pray that it uh, remains that way for Sunday. Can you please tell everybody again Sunday at what time so that everybody knows if they want to go and join yeah. me and join you and join Claire?
3: Sunday at 3 to 4.30 at Rogers Plaza. Um, we would love all the support that we could get.
0: Where where are we meeting at the plaza? By the way, at, think, at the right by the
4: probably by the post office. Right okay. In there. Um. Yeah. You you'll see us. Um,
3: we'll be there early. We have
4: some yeah, things we got, that we have. We got to do some with. signs. And oh man. Too. Um, it's, I'm gonna, it's I am i can't wait. Sorry. It's also an open group on, on Facebook if they just search uh, Walking with Claire. Okay. So they can get any okay. information there. That's
0: perfect. And all the information about the organization that, su- that supports you guys is in there as well. Uh, websites for...
3: Will, we, I, we can put yeah. it. We'll put it in there. Okay. Um, so if people want to look at it more. Um, and at it, the more the better. Yeah, for us. Yeah, just to, and you get to meet Claire, who is charismatic, loves people. I'm hoping it's not a cranky day because she okay. does have cranky All days. Right. Yeah, get the uh, nap in early. Yep, and but she loves people. She loves to be out and about, and I don't know how anyone. She has one dimple and no. a big old smile. How anyone could do that? To yeah, her. I, it's the, it's the, it's. The, it's crazy how yeah. callous this whole thing is yeah and so our our hope is that when claire does get old enough and finds out about this down the line yeah that she, she'll she have battles the rest of her life she's sure. going to this this isn't going to be the first time something happens to her but we hope that she look, looks back and knows that we will always have her back yeah. and also that it's worth fighting for it's worth your rights as who if you're disabled if you're not disabled physically disabled Mm -hmm. emotionally disabled whatever it is you are welcome to go where anyone else is and that's that's our that's why we're doing this no other reason right
0: right right there's and i believe that and i think that i think it's going to be great and i can't wait to spend time with you guys sunday at three o'clock at rogers plaza okay dykstra's i appreciate the time i said i'm sorry that uh I'm infected right now. I made sure not to (laughs) shake your hands. I don't want you to bring anything home to little Claire, but uh, (laughs) I appreciate you joining me on the podcast.
3: Well, thanks for having us. Thank you.
0: Pause in the action. Hey, what's up? It's your pal easy with another amazing partner for the Eric Zane show podcast, the Eufy video lock. Oh my gosh. Smart lock, two K cam and doorbell three in one triple security. You got everything in one device. All right, rather than install piecemeal, hoping that you got this app
1: that it's gonna work okay and that app, and oh my God.
0: This is not just for security, but also for convenience. No more worrying about losing keys. And you can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. So, you know, like they all have their codes, they walk up to the door, they punch it in, the door unlocks, in they go. powered for a long long time no monthly fee on this unlike other brands that do that they just bend you over and charge you a monthly fee i love the eufy video lock get to EufyOfficial.com videolock slash video lock e-u-f-y official.com slash video lock on uh, uh, not the best of the eric saint joe podcast thank you jacob bennett and the folks at bennett flooring installation 616-318-0167, the number one flooring installer that you will ever find. You will not be let down with the unbelievable service that you will get with an expert install from Bennett Flooring Installation. 616-318-0167, the way it works is this. You've got flooring you want installed. Maybe you started the job. You ripped up the old carpet, perhaps, or maybe the old whatever. Whatever. And then you're like, you know, but I don't want to put the new stuff down because I know I'm just not qualified for it. That's fine. Call up Jacob. He'll measure the room. He'll let you know how much it's going to cost for the install. And then that's it. The flooring that I want you to install, I want you to buy a Johnson Carpet One discount outlet. The lowest price for storing. Uh, for storing. Good grief. The lowest place. Now I just said Place. The first I said the lowest price for storing. Then I said the lowest price. Holy shit. The lowest price for flooring. My God, what a jackass. You see, I never like to stop when I'm doing the ads and like, oh, I got to recut that. Fuck it. Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. (laughs) That's like when Sam Mills, when I was talking to her on that interview, and she goes, I, it's just amazing. You give zero fucks about anything. I'm like, oh, exactly. That's a, the key to happiness. I don't give a shit. Fucking ship it. Johnson Carpet One, discount outlet. They're in Granville, Michigan, along Chicago Drive, on the north side of the street, right behind Little Caesars. Go there. You'll see piles of every different type of flooring under the sun. Lowest price, because they buy so much of it. Add my name, Eric Zane, or just go in and say, I listen to Fuckhead. They will know and they will knock an additional t- 10% off the cost of the flooring. There you go. Johnson Carbon One discount outlet. And don't ever forget about Bosco's Pub, damn it. Bosco's Pub, burgers, Boscadillas, which is a quesadilla, boscadia. <clears throat> yeah, I know. Cold beer, stiff drinks, stiff wieners. Bosco's Pub, Hudsonville, Michigan. All right, let's continue on more of Not the Best Of, the Eric Zane Show podcast. And hello to you all. This is the Eric Zane Show podcast. The recording that is happening, which is the Friday show of the Eric Zane Show podcast. We are doing it from the Back Alley Comedy Club Auxiliary Studio. Was once the bedroom bedroom. For my youngest child, she's since been relocated to another room in order to accommodate dad and his dumb pipe dream of being the next Joe Rogan. It makes me think back to the early years of Rogan before he became uh, a gigantic uh, entity and uh, his podcast is uh, off the charts, unbelievably well-attended. I wonder if when he started that podcast, if it was like, boy, I don't know, man. I don't know about this thing. I'll tell you what, that guy's persistent. And whether it started out crappy or not, I I really don't know. But if it did start out kind of crappy and he stuck with it, that is impressive. I think anybody who started out a podcast or anything new and they're like, "Ah, boy, this sucks. But they end up um, uh, getting through the tough times and making it happen. That's exceptional. You are getting me at about uh, 55% energy level. I would like to say that I'm giving you 100% energy. If there is a way to even quantify such a thing, I'm simply going on uh, how I feel. Uh, But uh, this is about all you get for vocal range. I don't have much vocal range, which will come up in a bit in a story from last night's hockey game. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, Our friends at the Back Alley Comedy Club are inviting you to see Mike Logan on Saturday night. It's an 8 o'clock show. Tickets are $7 in advance, and you can get them at ShermanBowlingCenter.com. And uh, $10 at the door to see Mike Logan. They are a key sponsor of the show. I appreciate them. Uh, We bring the comics in each and every week to talk uh, stuff, hilarity, and whatnot. So please consider uh, heading out to Muskegon and checking out a show at Back Alley. uh, Back Alley Comedy Club at the Sherman Bowling Center. You make a night of it. That's how you do it. You know, you bowl like uh, uh, from 6 to 730. Get a couple pops in you. And then you head over to the, the Back Alley and see Mike. All right. So that's going on now. Uh, the illness thing. This is substantial. Since we last spoke, you know, I was kind of circling the drain when I recorded for the uh, Thursday podcast. It was prior to the hockey game and all that, and there was a, the the day had a lot of things stacked onto it. I wasn't necessarily being a good patient. And uh, pause on this story. A good patient is a person who lays in bed. If you are ill, believe it or not, even just getting up and moving around can cause you problems. I know this. Just stay in bed. Don't move. Don't talk. Believe it or not. You know, it causes inflammation when you have a cough and talking. I learned this when I went to a doctor one time and I I wasn't recovering. And the doctor says, what do you do for a living? I said, I talk. And she goes, goes, well, okay, you can't. You got to shut it down. You got to go home, try whisper, or write things down. Do not speak. You're not being a good patient. Go lay in your bed. That's how you recover. That's why it takes dummies like you two weeks to recover from something that would take a normal person 72 hours or two or three days or whatever. Hang on. Notice I'm drinking water. Keeping the fluids going. Well, yesterday I was not a good patient. And the day before either, I started feeling sick on Monday, started out bad on Monday. Because if you remember, I told you about the seven, one mile repeats I did at 10 K pace. That was bad, but I didn't think I was that sick. Then that was the start of the trouble. weakened my immune system even more and off we go. This all started because in my opinion, I drank the bubblegum water from dick face coach, Ben Simon, who I left a nasty message to today on my phone on his phone. I should say that put all these terrible things in, uh, like into play. But yesterday, <clears throat> so the day winds down on uh, getting stuff ready to be published for the podcast. I had already called dude at the uh at the Griffins. His name's Brandon. He replaced my he replaced Phil as the uh game ops guy. Uh, superlative detail that I didn't need to tell you, but sometimes I do that in my storytelling, sorry. And I'm like, look, man, I'm cooked. I'll give you. I'll give you all I got, as Scotty would say. I'm giving her all. Giving her all she's got, Captain. I'll give you all I got, but it ain't gonna be much. My range is bad, right now. The range I have is more than I had yesterday. And in that job, let me just tell you, doing PA, you know, you're always halfway down on the gas, and then you're constantly stomping the accelerator in terms of where your voice and range is going to go and you're getting louder and more intense. And it's, it has to be that way. It's at least for me, that's the way it's always been. I knew that that was not happening. I'm, I'm ready to go into fourth and fifth gear all the time in that job. Yesterday I said, all I can give you is first gear. We are stuck in the mud. The transmission is I'm there and I'll do my best, but you are not going to get anything because it's actually uncomfortably painful uh we talked about how i hurt myself from coughing i hurt the uh back muscle from coughing Uh my throat was raw like someone had poured sand down my throat it was bad but i didn't think it was going to get as bad as it did what yeah uh-huh worse um i go to the game i didn't uh Normally, I I dress up for the game. I'm on camera. I kind of want to have a degree of professionalism about it. I didn't care. I took a shower and I got done. Threw on uh, beater clothes and a Carhartt and a toque and a scarf, and I was out the door. I I come walking out on the ice. I look homeless. Uh, I knew the moment I started speaking into that microphone that it was going to be awful. We get through like a period of time in the game and there's a fist fight Giovanni smith for the griffs got into a fist fight with uh jc lapon from the manitoba moose uh, i've interacted with lapon for years he comes skating over and he gets he sits down in the box and he's kind of rattled because he just got punched in the face about 10 times so that sucks so he's kind of getting his bearings, and I'm not paying attention. I don't want to talk to him because after these guys get in fist fights, I try not to say anything to him. If they come in for, like, a, a minor, no big deal. Um, But five, and his face is swollen. I don't want to say anything to the guy. And then I hear, what happened to you? I'm like, what the? I, I lean over. I look at Terry Marshall, the timeout coordinator. I'm like, is he talking to you? Of course, he's not talking to you, Terry. Back up, Terry. I look over. He's looking right at me. I go, hey, JC. He goes, what happened? Don't you always, don't you wear a suit? And I go, yeah, I'm sick. Sick as a dog. You sound like it. Okay. Hang on. Excuse me. And, uh. I go, yeah, I'm super sick. I just threw on any clothes, and uh, here I am. He goes, oh, wow, okay, you're battling. Yeah, I'm battling. I'm not getting punched in the face, but I'm battling. I love the way Canadians talk. What happened to you? It's always unique emphasis on things. Don't you wear a suit? You're battling. I, you know, it's a point of pride when a hockey player who just got, just finished up a punch in the face contest turns to me and says, Oh, you're bottling. I loved that. So I go, yeah, JC, I'm battling. See ya. Uh, his a short time later, his penalty ends. And it's the end of that. So that, uh, but here's where it really got off the rails. Now I had, uh, the previous night had a fever, but for, I, for some reason I thought that that was in check. Um, but, no, because this all happened very, very quickly. The game ends and I'm walking across the ice. All I want to do is get home and get to bed. And as I'm walking off the ice, I start to get cold, shivering chills. And it's usually a key indicator that you have a fever. I learned that uh, there's a, po- a part of your brain called the hyper- hypothalamus, I believe. Yeah, believe it or not, I looked this up. And I actually knew this from school, but I, I had to make sure. And uh, it's like your, uh, your body's, you have a thermostat. You and I, our thermostat is supposed to be 98.6. And uh, our bodies like it there. That's, that's the set point for all of us. <clears throat> when you have a, an infection in your body, what your brain does is to increase the white blood cell activity, which are the ones that fight the infection. It turns up the heat. It promotes healing. That's a fever. So a fever, though uncomfortable, because you're not used to 102 or higher or whatever, uh, a fever is good because that is an indicator that your body is fighting, bottling. Your body's bottling. So, and when your uh, set point goes up, you're un- your, your, your body is under the temperature and it wants to warm up. So, you start shivering. And so, you got to warm up. So, uh, I'm not getting warm. And I'm like, my, my teeth are chattering as I'm walking off of the ice. And I'm shivering. And people are noticing that it's actually, effect- I'm, I'm shivering so much. It's actually affecting the way I walk, the look on my face. I mean, it was bad. I was concerned that I wouldn't be able to actually keep my hands on the wheel and drive. It was like it was like a, like a seizure almost. So I'm like, oh, my God. And people are like, you okay? You okay? I'm like, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah I'm fine. Uh,
0: I was shivering so much that um, the muscles in my face started to fatigue Because of the uh, unnatural movements that were taking place on the shivering. Can you believe this? Excuse me, I need a drink. I'm talking way too much. All right, so get in the car, crank the heat, head out on the road. The game, I I was awful at the game. It was so bad. I mean, I couldn't, all I could do was like, let's go, Griffins. And it was just terrible. Dog Thompson texting me from the bench. Are you okay? What's wrong with you tonight? Are you are you drunk? Are you are you sick? Yes, I'm bottling. Excuse me. All right, I get home, and I'm still a mess, shivering, quaking. It was so terrible. I felt so bad. Had I just stayed home and laid in bed, I think I would have. This was a relapse. This was like a terrible, terrible thing. Now, I need to get in bed. I took my pants off. I had a pair of jeans on. I took my boots off. I have a pair of thick wool socks on. No pants. My underwear. On my upper body, I have a... This is, These are the layers. T-shirt. Button-down black dress shirt. Carhartt this big, thick Carhartt, scarf, and a hat. I got in bed wearing that. No lie, asked Diana. I wanted to have her in here, but she's already. it's already jammy time. And she said she didn't want to be on here nipping out. So I'm laying there. And she's, I go, you got to get next to me. You got to hold me don't let go no matter what or i'm going to die she does about 10 minutes later she adjusts her body where it's not directly on mine and i go oh my god no don't do it this is bad so i'm laying there and i and i actually was concerned so much that i thought i was going to have to get to the hospital i thought something okay no this is beyond uh, this is beyond normal this is there's something wrong. So I just laid there. And I just closed my eyes and waited. And somehow I fell asleep. And uh, I had taken some uh, NyQuil. And uh, the next thing I know, it's midnight. And uh, I still have my car hard on and my scarf and my hat and my dress shirt on. And three blankets, by the way. I forgot to add that part. Three blankets i I put the uh, blankets back I sit uh, up on the bed and I remove the clothing so now it's just t-shirt underwear. I even took the socks off I go all right, the shivering has subsided. all right I get back in the bed though i'm still I'm still cold, but it's not as bad so thank God now you've heard about when fevers break in the movies the fever is broken he will live. That's the next step because I'm under the, I'm under all these blankets and uh, at about five in the morning, um, the fever breaks and I start to, it's my body temperature has dropped to 98.6. By the way, I'm assuming all this, I might be wrong on all of this. This is all what I pieced together in my head, but all I can tell you is I started sweating like a whore in church. I mean, like, I woke up and I've soaked through the clothes, through the sheets, the pillow case is soaked, everything is wet, like my body became just a giant wiener and my whole body just jizzed all over the bed. I'm laying in a giant uh, bed vat of man jizz, sweat all the way through everything and it's it's really uncomfortable and it isn't just damp i mean it's wet that's how bad it was holy cow i actually had to go and get um like bath towels and lay them in the bed and and in order to resume the night's sleep it was incredible and um so Of course, I washed that today. Part of my duties is being, uh, uh, Mr. Mom now is, uh, I'm stuck with that. No problem. I can handle that. But I, I, that was the craziest, uh, sequence of illness. I, that I can honestly, and last time I was, it was that screwed up was when I got fired like 15 days earlier. Mm. Um, I don't know what story it was more weird though, because of the the thing that got me was the shivers. I I mean, I, seriously, I thought, man, I, I need somebody to take me home. Uh, speaking of uh, the like t-shirts, I mentioned that we do have t-shirts available for you for the Eric Zane show. Um, you know, it just dawned on me. I haven't heard from Jericho lately. Jericho informed me that we have something new on the horizon in terms of merch. Um. No, not yet ready. <clears throat> I just looked it up. Very soon, a new, new thing for you with merch. If you'd like to uh, support the Eric Zane Show through a piece of merch, that helps, man. That is all part of it. Thank you very much. Uh, t-shirts or hoodies or long sleeve, short sleeve doesn't ma- uh, short sleeve doesn't matter. Those things go for twenty four ninety five. Okay, so whether you get a hoodie, a long sleeve, or a short sleeve, in any one of a number of um, colors and sizes, it's always just twenty four ninety five. You pay nothing more for shipping. It's twenty four ninety five. You might say Zane, that's a pretty penny you're earning for those t-shirts. That's pretty good. I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you exactly how much I get per t-shirt. I get $6. I get $6 in my hand before taxes. And believe me, uh, like I, the government's going to want to know all that stuff. So I don't know how much it is, what the percentage is, how much is taken out in taxes. What about 30%? 30 to 40%? State, federal? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, maybe about five. I don't know. Percentages, but I'm guessing at the end of the day, in my pocket, maybe four bucks. Uh, the rest of that money, It costs a lot for the T-shirt itself, for the uh, job of uh, the equipment to run it, the ink, the manpower behind it, the handling of getting the order, processing the whole thing, picking that T-shirt up when it's completed, putting it into envelope. Envelope costs money. Uh, Hell, uh, to get it out to you, the shipping, that's all part of it. Not to mention the extra cash I used to pay those two dudes, Jericho and Larry. To help run the website, ericsaintshow.com. So think about getting a t-shirt. You will help the show. Okay, time out on the Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast show, I think. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. Family, veteran, lady owned. Incredible. Incredible. Um, Since I've known them, they did an expansion. A massive... uh, um rebit not not a rebuild but uh, well I, I said it already i said an expansion and then i tried looking for another word to describe it i already did it my god what is my problem 616-532-6600 more room to serve you more you got a website to go to er vines irvines.com look at the google reviews from those uh, folks that have uh, uh interacted with them and had an amazing experience Ask about the free loaner cars, early bird drop-off, late bird pickup. Irvine's in Grand Rapids. To Madre Azuna Puta. The immortal Joe Martinez taught me that. From A&E Heating and Cooling. Betula chingada, cabron. Say that one when you're uh, going through the barrio here in Grand Rapids. Roll down the window and yell out, Betula chingada, cabron. Betula ch- Bet you la chingada, cabrón. And someone's going to kick your ass. 616-516-8579. The legendary Joe Martinez is going to tune up your furnace. It's going to cost you $79. You should have this done once a year. If you don't, you run the risk of that thing breaking down on you. Heating your homes, dirty business. That thing needs to be cleaned so it can be running efficiently, which saves you money on the fuel that you're burning. Hopefully it's gas. You're not one of these rednecks who's burning pellets or wood. I don't know why I've got such a hard on against those people. I really don't. Just teasing you. Anyway, whether you're a city dweller or a a hillbilly burning pellets and wood chunks, A&E, heating and cooling, 616-516-8579. If you need a new furnace, they'll install the Comfort Maker brand number one in the world for a reason. Batting last in the lineup today. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. 231-332-6505. you need a mortgage, you call Mario, damn it. Now I know the interest rates are uh, stupidly high. They do that on purpose. Kind of slow down the spending. But if you're in the market for a home, go get a mortgage and get it from Mario. This is a client of mine, a sponsor who um he can serve you no matter where you are in the audience there are some exceptions Maine Alaska Hawaii South Carolina other than that go for it NMLS number 35 uh, 3035 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage all right the final final run of not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast all right we're not done yet stand by (coughs) excuse me Coming up later on this podcast, Ron Van Timmeren had a nice conversation with Ron from our satellite studio at WKTV, which is Wyoming Kentwood Television Public Access in their uh, podcasting studio. It's a new relationship. I stuck up, uh, stuck up, straw struck up with those folks. Um, so I meet Ronnie there and we talk film. Ron has, uh, we were talking about the Academy Award nominees. And I busted his balls about something. About one of the Best Picture nominees. And after uh, I busted his balls about it, well, I didn't bust his balls, but I didn't think he wanted to, w- to wade into the waters with me of what I was talking about. But I made a good point that I think he saw what I was getting at. Make sure you stick around for that. Listen to this whole podcast. You hear Ron and I talking movies again. Ron from uh, Studio C, Celebration Cinema. Now, I just finished watching a documentary. And uh, a lot of people have been talking about this documentary. There's been a lot of buzz on uh, social media and whatnot. It's a Netflix original documentary, right up my alley. I love those, man. About the Fire Festival, fire. Uh, there's a fire. That's F Y R E. The Fire Festival. And you know, if my now in my mind, this is uh, 2015, 2016 when the Fire Festival happened. I need to confirm that right now. My whole staff here is uh, frantically searching for the information to uh, put on my mirror screen to tell me exactly when the fire fire. Oh, boy, I was way wrong. April and May of 2017. So not even two years ago. The fire festival was a music festival scheduled to take place on the Bahamian island of Great Exuma over two weekends in April. April and may 2017 organized by fire media founder billy McFarlane and rapper ja rule as a luxury music festival to promote the fire music booking app the event was promoted on instagram by social media influencers including socialite and model kendall jenner model bella hadid model and actress emily radikowski and other media personalities All right, that's what the start of the Wikipedia article states. For me, old guy living at home, living at home, old guy not there at home, uh, it was a music festival that uh, they didn't do a good job of uh, organizing it, and everybody went there, and the whole thing sucked and went home. But there was so much more to it, and in fact, after watching it, it's. Uh, I believe that there was a malice intent criminal activity. And I think most people think will think that. And in fact, um, without spoiling anything, um, you'll be very interested in seeing how this turns out. And I don't want to spoil a bit of it for you because it is so interesting. One of the things that drives me nuts when I hear a podcast is when they talk about something that they like. And then they actually tell you exactly what happened in the damn dock don't do that the people who made the dock are good at making the dock you telling me the key moments that are interesting ruined the dock dummy don't ruin the piece but all i'll tell you is this is such a this is a, a level of uh colossal effery on a level of like uh well, I don't think anything is as big as uh, 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 Bernie Madoff, but um, there are people in the world who have a certain charm and an, and an ability to convince normally sound-sinking, sinking, I can't even talk today, sound-thinking individuals who normally associate themselves with good-intentioned, uh, noble people, uh, it's possible for these fraudulent people to dupe them because of their charm, their ability to, to talk, talk their way in and out of anything, uh, to be able to talk people who are so smart that they've made millions of dollars in their respective industries, to convince them to give millions of dollars to whatever cause. This is the story of Billy McFarlane and how he came up with the fire Festival. And it takes a unique twist in the end of it um, to sh- that shows that um, this guy, this Billy McFarlane, will never learn anything, I don't think. He is a shyster beyond shysterdom. Holy crap, does this guy suck. Um, you need to uh, check it out on Netflix. I highly recommend the documentary about the fire festival uh, in fact when you just go to search just it'll pop right up probably uh, and it's F-Y-R-E, just search it you know it'll go right there I don't know why I'm telling you how Netflix works what what what, what idiot hey there's also something else on there I saw um, something about Ted Bundy um, a docu series about him released it's like release footage of, of conversations with this maniac hang on <laughs> um so I'm very interested in that. I uh reached out to um a book company today to speak with an attempt and I I don't know if this is going to happen right away because it doesn't uh, when when the author of a book is doing interviews with Rolling Stone and ABC News something tells me it m- I might be put on the back burner when guy who calls who does a podcast from his daughter's room wants an interview but i'm trying and what it is it's the daughter and she's fully accepting that she's known as the daughter of btk this young lady wrote a book and you know it probably would be a good idea for me not to refer to her as the daughter of btk but um that's exactly what it is. Uh, it is called a serial killer's daughter. Uh, in 2005, let me read you the description of this book, which I am getting, and I'm going and, and You know, at the very least, to read a book and just uh, talk about it is interesting enough. But then again, I don't want to spoil it for you, also. But uh, in 2005, Carrie Rawson heard a knock on the door of her apartment. When she opened it, an FBI agent informed her that her father had been arrested for murdering 10 people, including two kids. It was then that she learned her father was the notorious serial killer known as BTK, a name he'd been given himself, that he'd given himself, that described the horrific way he committed his crimes, buying, torture, kill. As news of his capture spread... Uh, Uh, Wichita celebrated the end of a 31 year nightmare for Carrie Ross and the author. Another was just beginning. She was plunged into a black. By the way, she lives in Michigan. She was plunged into a black hole of horror and disbelief. The same man who had been a loving father, a devoted husband, church president, boy scout leader and a public servant had been using their family as a cover for his heinous crimes since before she was born. Everything she had believed about her life had been a lie. Written with candor and extraordinary courage, a serial killer's daughter is an unflinching exploration of life with one of America's most infamous killers and an astonishing tale of personal and spiritual transformation. Uh, goes on and on, talks about it. She is uh, Carrie Ross daughter of Dennis Rader. Better known to the world as BTK. Lives with her husband, two kids, and two cats in Michigan. Comes out January 29th. Very interesting. Um, I, I uh, read a book by um, John Douglas. John Douglas is the guy who invented profiling. He's like the guy who came up with, uh, you know, when it comes to looking at crimes, developing like a, what he thinks the, the, Based on the uh, interviews he's had with serial killers and and other things like that in a database, he matches it up with, let's say there's a crime that takes place and uh, a serial killer profiler investigates. And
1: okay, I found this on the web for shut, serial killer profiler shut the, investigates. Shut up!
0: All I had to do was say serial and the thing went ape. Douglas invented that, and then he started interviewing serial killers, and his work in extreme note-taking led to um, this type of approach in solving crimes. Does this sound familiar to you? If you watch the show, um, what's the show called? Sorry. the one on netflix that I, mind hunter if you watch mind hunter, that's the story of john douglas the guy who plays the lead on mind hunter. he's playing the character a composite of uh, of john douglas and a couple other people but uh, yeah that's that's the guy john douglas is the dude and john douglas wrote a book about btk that i read and it i've talked about this before it's freaking amazing it's if you're into true crime my god John Douglas, BTK. Yeah, I got Hey, staff, can you please get me the book that John uh, Douglas wrote about BTK? Um, I'm asking my staff here, and they're informing me that it's called Inside the Mind of BTK, the true story behind the 30-year hunt for the notorious Wichita serial killer. Cover looks like that if you're looking on the uh, video. Amazing book. Absolutely amazing. all real, chilling, unbelievable. Uh, Raider, you know how that dumb bastard got caught? I've talked about this before. Technology passed Dennis Rader. he um he became pissed off because he had lost some notoriety um, because he hadn't killed in a while and, or something like that, and he decided. That he was going to, in this weird, warped way, uh, write a letter to the police mocking them that he's coming back and I'm going to kill again, and and I'm and no doubt he was serious. He would have, but in the uh, as the year two thousand whatever hit when this all happened, when he got caught, it had been years since he had to. Because back in the day, he would he would like write like these weird old letters, handwritten drop him in the mail and send them to the newspaper or the TV station or the cops. That's how he communicated. And he would very, it's very easy to uh, cover your tracks, but this dummy as time passed, he didn't realize, well, what he did was he was working at the uh, church that he was like an elder at. And he uh, wrote this creepy message and saved it onto a, uh, remember those three-and-a-half-inch discs? They were like a plastic case, three-and-a-half-inch floppy. <coughs> this idiot wrote this letter and uh, sent it off, and the cops got their hands on it, and they go, like, oh, this guy's back. Hey, wait a minute, let's send this over to forensics. And in about one minute of clicks, they determined uh, not only the, what, uh, what entity it came from, the church, uh, but who with the name Dennis Rader and even the computer at which he was doing it at. It was all logged right there. So they're like, oh, okay, we just caught the serial killer. That's how they caught that that guy. Is that not ridiculous? He effed up. He could still be doing this today had he not been such a jackass. That just goes to show you, stay techie serial killers or you'll get caught make sure you're up to snuff on what you're doing because if you send something and uh you know all of a sudden you might tip them off and there's cops at the door and you're not going to be able to cut people's ears off and put them in your floorboards cops show up got a search warrant uh whatever they they, like raid the place i forgot how they caught him i think he was in his car when they pulled him over you got to get that book though it's awesome so i'm really looking forward to getting that book Listen to me, people. Uh, The Patreon is where you get an extra podcast every single day. If you enjoy the freebie, the Patreon continues the conversation every single day. What you do is you go to com, Click right where it says Patreon. That takes you to the Patreon page. It's a whole new thing. You drop five or ten bucks in there every month and you get extra stuff every single weekday, Monday through Friday, and sometimes even more. Sometimes even more. I've been leaning on the videos, and I apologize. I credit that to the illness. Um, and I I do have a lot of things that I am going to do uh, and give you more on that. So please be patient with me. But uh, all good. All right, folks. Very good. Have a good one. I'll talk to you very soon. And um, the extra pod starts in just a bit. See ya. Actually, I was only saying goodbye for the video portion of this. Ron Van Timmeren, my gosh, here we go, from WKTV. We had a great conversation about the Oscars. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Ron from Studio C is here to talk about the new movies at Celebration Cinema. Hi, Eric. Hi, Ron. What's be- up? Uh... I bet you're wondering how I was so uh, had such an easy time with that blowing <laughs> out of my face. Normally, I struggle with it. Right. Well... Uh one of our favorite listeners, uh, Mike Stalkerito, uh printed this up for me and laminated it. so I will laminate <laughs> it for me. so I will always have it. He got sick and tired of hearing me uh, stumble around with it every single time. Thank you, Michael. Hello, Rod.
5: Thanks, Mike. He does. He's got a laminated piece of yep. paper with yep. the words typed out, and he's keeping it in his wallet. Yep. I, I, it's like a prized possession. Sure, for so,
0: sure, sure, uh,
5: sure. So you can explain well, your the sound of your voice today. Yeah, uh, uh, uh,
0: I have talked about it a little bit on the pod, the fact that I have this. I have some crazy illness that's making me not feel so great. So, uh, you know, I think I'm on the uh, on the uptick, though. Nice. I think I'm starting to turn it around perfect for being at our uh satellite studio location right. WKTV right in uh that which is Wyoming Kentwood Television and I said it before the last time and I I still can't believe that this is a thing the uh the ease at which content can be made by people in the public in the uh in the community Wyoming Kentwood you know, it's you can use their facilities, Ron. If you and I wanted to do a sketch comedy show, we could do that here, and they would teach us how to do it. What a fun thing. I know. I love the whole concept sure. of community public television. It is
5: great. Yes, yes. And I have friends who have taken advantage and uh, made a little comedy sketches and yeah. posted them here and there. And and they've got really good equipment here as well, uh, not just you no, know your, right. your old-fashioned video cams, yeah. Yeah, like the RED camera and the 4K cameras and all of that. So, it's great. Yeah. So,
0: you know, this is where uh, Stars of Tomorrow could uh, – <laughs> could they? I mean, they could. I mean, if somebody's got some talent in writing, yep. it comes up with something, you never know. So, uh, that's with our friends at WKTV, and uh, we thank them for letting us do this here. Okay, Ron. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's Oscar time. Yep. The nominations are out. Yep. Uh, what are your thoughts right
5: now? Well, I'm uh, impressed by this list of eight Best Picture nominees, including Black Panther, Black Klansman, Vice, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, and A Star is Born. I was d- very disappointed that if Beale Street could talk did not make this list. Yeah, because I'd been saying for weeks that I was blown away by that movie and I was sure that it was going to be a best picture nominee and it did not make it. Well
0: so. I think it's it's uh, because you have spoken so highly of it and I trust you though I haven't seen it. I, I know for a fact that um, that that is that holds a lot of water when you when you feel that strongly about a film. The yeah. fact that Black Panther is there is embarrassing. It's oh. a great movie, but it's not an Oscar film.
5: Come Whoa, on, listen, for best picture, for best picture. It's well, a, it's a, uh, But wait a minute, the critics loved it, and a worldwide audience loved it. I mean, wh- well, you get uh, that, that with
0: blockbusters. Look at uh, yeah. Aquaman. So that means that this time next year we're oh. going to be saying Aquaman's the oh. best picture Good film. Good point. No way. Of course not. <laughs> it's it's enjoyable. It's mm-hmm. great. It's. Uh, but in my opinion. This was given a nod because of social issues. That's Could what be. I think. Yeah.
5: Well, and that's fair. And actually, uh, wasn't too long ago, the Oscar so white was a big deal, and yep. now so. it's Me Too. And b- but those have all changed this industry as much as any out there in terms of you know how people look at the industry as well as how they vote when it's time to vote yep. for best picture.
0: Right. Fine, I get it and I uh, at the end of the day it's not that big of a deal, but this is silly
5: <laughs> fair enough uh, because I don't think it's gonna win either and okay. and you could put black clansmen in that. Uh, as well as Roma which is a foreign language film and they got nominated for best foreign language picture and best picture and that's only happened five times in the history of Oscar and that sh- shows a little diversity going on here. You've got a couple of uh, movies that actually have black in the title and and one of them directed by Spike Lee, a black man who is for the first time uh, nominated for uh, a best director as well. He's
0: never been nominated no. for Best director. No.
5: Do the he makes right excellent thing. films. Malcolm How could he possibly X. not I, have been
0: nominated? Because
5: for Best there director? was a white bias yeah. going on. I mean, there was it was true. So you uh,
0: so you believe that too as yes. well? I, and I I'm not saying I do or I don't, mm-hmm. uh, but you you know more about this than I do.
5: They've diversified the Oscar voters. Now they've added people, younger people. They've made a point of being more multi-ethnic about their voter membership now and so you know we're starting to see that happen that's and that's That's, cool uh,
0: that that's shocking that that uh, there would be the governing entity or whatever the academy Mm -hmm. would say yeah i'm not going to nominate him because he's black which is essentially what has been 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 uh, talked about for some time sure that's sickening
5: yeah yeah and and thankfully they're they've made a cause out of it and then they did something about it and now we've got uh, uh you know A Latino based story actually in in Spanish (laughs) as one of the best picture and then we got movies like Black Klansman and Black Panther that would not have probably been nominated five years ago so that's cool Uh, my favorite here is still Green Book I'm going to stick with that as my favorite of this group people all thought A Star Is Born was going to run away with uh, or still thinks it might run away with uh, the awards but uh, that talk has wavered a little bit since they didn't win a Golden Globe and all of that. Okay.
0: Um, but- I, I guess I should back up. So, if you had to choose between Green Book and if Beale Street could talk. You would choose if Bill Street could talk?
5: No, it would be Green Book. I did like it a little better. Oh, you did? Okay. Mostly because it had a little lighter touch, okay? There was yeah. actually a bit more comedy, uh, levity uh, with its social message and its great performances and writing. Yep, okay. So that, it was more of an entertaining movie, even though Beale Street probably moved me more than Green Book did.
0: Ron, have you ever cried at a – what was the last film that made you weep?
5: If Beale Street could talk, wow. I cry all the time. Do you really? I do. Aww. I am such a sucker for almost anything that reeks of emotion at all. Oh, I just love <laughs> you. I just want to give you a
0: great big fat hug, but I'm sick. <laughs> oh, he makes you cry. I can't. Ron, <laughs> if I live in a world that I see you cry, I want to be like, oh, God, this is terrible. I'm going to throw myself out of the window because I don't want to see you, <laughs> you cry, don't Ron. Want
5: to see me cry. <laughs> Oh, I'm I'm a sucker. I cry for commercials on television. There, I mean, it's really bad. But
0: what about like if you're watching a sporting event mm. and it's like wait, like if if it's way dramatic or mm-hmm. something fantastic happens, does that ever make you cry? No. Okay, good. I was gonna say that's a little crazy. <laughs>
5: So Best Actor, Christian Bale and Vice, Bradley Cooper for Stars Born, Viggo Mortensen for Green Book, Willem Dafoe for At Eternity's Gate, Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. A pretty representative yeah. group there. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people think uh, Ethan Hawke for First Reform. Paul Schrader's movie belonged in that category. And, of course, there were others uh, that were Golden Globe nominees uh, that didn't make it. But uh, that's a good group. Uh, you know, John David Washington for Black Klansmen, A lot of people liked him in that. Robert Redford for old man and the gun they, they could have easily been nominated as well uh, but right now I think Rami Malik for Bohemian Rhapsody is the man to beat there
0: Man, very interesting. That is cool.
5: Best actress Glenn Close and the wife, Lady Gaga in A Star is Born. Yalitza Apricio for Roma. Olivia Colman for The Favorite. And Melissa McCarthy for Can You Ever Forgive Me. And the Golden Globe went to Glenn Close, which uh, as a body of work, Glenn Close has uh, d- done a, had a great career, and she's never won an Oscar before. Lady Gaga, her first movie. Yalitza Apricio, not even an actress. I mean, she was cast off the streets in, uh, in, in Mexico for... Wow, uh, for Roma, isn't that uh, interesting? you Yeah, get somebody
0: just pick them up off the right. street, and they're they're a, uh, they're nominated for an for the h- highest honor in film. And that,
5: that's just oh crazy oh my gosh! <laughs> hey, Ron, let crazy. me ask
0: you. Sure, the the Black Panther film nominated for Best Picture mm-hmm. outside of like uh, maybe like editing or special effects or makeup. Is anybody nominated for like best actor, best supporting actor, best actress, best no. supporting act? No? no, no acting. You see, awards you know what? All. That tells this stinks. This whole thing <laughs> is a catastrophe. They put that damn movie in there because of socialist uh, social issues, and uh, every sin- none of those people have a quality enough acting job in that film to even garner any type of nomination. Probably couldn't act their way out of a wet paper bag. No, wait. This is now you're across film. the
5: line. Wait a minute. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan should have been nominated. How about that? All right. Whatever, uh, okay, whatever. moving on. Uh, actually, uh, five of the best pictures are still playing at a Celebration Cinema location. Yep,
0: yep, yep. Um, uh, you know, I actually heard you talking about that on the radio oh, you with did? one of my old mates, Billy uh, Bill Simonson. Mr. Yeah, that's, Simonson. That's cool because you can still go to Celebration Cinema and see which films. Vice.
5: Talk. Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, and A Star is Born are all still on uh, the big screen. The others are all available on video and and home television, so uh, go day and date there.
0: So that means this weekend Mm -hmm. I can see Green Book.
5: Yes. God, I
0: I have to do this, and I say that all the time. I know I do, but I I got to. I
5: would love to discuss that with you next week after you've seen it, so let's try that. So, uh, new films this weekend. Uh, The uh, best reviews of of any of the new movies went to Stan and Ollie, the Laurel and Hardy story. I mean, are you not a fan of Of an old comic duo?
0: Of course. I remember watching that. They would uh, show it uh, like reruns of it
5: on TV all the time. Growing up. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Now, those weren't silent.
5: No, Are they now, Stan early. didn't talk
0: much. No, no, no. They, I, they they both talked. I remember. Right,
5: early on. I mean, they started in in the silent era, uh, but they did move into talkies. Yes, and this movie is really more about a swan song, as in said in the fifties in Britain. They went on sort of this vaudevillian tour, uh, and and they had really been uh, replaced in cinema and television by uh, Abbott and Costello that okay. sort of took over that role. So, uh, this is. Uh, uh, John C. Riley and Steve Coogan playing the the pair. It's rated PG. Uh, uh, so, you know, good for uh, essentially all ages. Take, you know, mom or grandma. <laughs> who might remember fondly the sure. old Laurel and Hardy. And, and best reviews 93% fresh on RottenTomatoes.com. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Kid, uh, The Kid Who Would Be King, uh, a PG version of the King Arthur story. Uh, getting good reviews, surprisingly, uh, and it really uh, is. And compared to Goonies, if uh, I don't know, have you ever seen Goonies? I never did.
0: Okay. I've heard of a lot of the references to it. Right, a lot but, of people uh, call it one of those. So I, I feel like I've seen it. <laughs>
5: Right, you know, a bunch of kids doing a, on a crazy adventure, uh, yeah. their camaraderie—you know, kind of a stand by me right. almost feel to it. Do they
0: like uh, stare down a Native American guy beating a drum at the Lincoln <laughs> Memorial at one point?
5: I don't remember no. that scene. And no, nope. you know, no, it was not ripped from oh. yesterday's headlines. Oh, okay. This is made a, sorry like, six I'm, months ago.
0: I'm confusing that with something else going on. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it, it's got Patrick Stewart, Stewart as Merlin. That's one of the uh, must-see moments uh, in this movie. Rebecca Ferguson playing the, the bad, uh, the bad guy in this movie, Morgana. Anyway, the kid who would be king probably comes in second place this weekend because Glass probably holds on to number one at the box office. Ah. Uh-huh. And then yeah. Serenity. Listen to this cast: Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, Diane Lane, Jason Clark, Diamond Hansu, uh, a murder mystery drama thriller. Matthew McConaughey's sort of retired. He's divorced from Anne Hathaway. He's running a charter boat out of the Caribbean, uh, fishing. Yep. You know, living the life, living on the beach. The ex-wife shows up. Anne Hathaway. Uh, with with uh, the new husband in tow. Oh. And she, but she can't stand the guy. And she hires McConaughey to take him out fishing and feed him to the sharks.
0: Oh, what a crazy woman. <laughs> Can you believe this? I know it. Now, what's uh, in it for McConaughey's character? Uh, is he going to get some afterwards? He's, I guess. Are he going to get back so, together right? after he kills us? guy?
5: I guess. And there's money. That's I don't a know. It's all order. It is. It, it's a it's crazy person. You ever killed
0: anybody, Ron? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Imagine oh, yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> really. yeah.
5: uh, no, thou shalt not kill, Very Eric. Kind. You know the Ten Commandments. Yep. Uh, anyway, Serenity, no reviews have been published yet at this uh, time we record. It is rated R for language, sexual content, some bloody images. Yeah. That would be the shark eating yep. up... Uh, uh, Jason Clark um, so those are the new movies uh, there's also an also ran this weekend called An Acceptable Loss with Jamie Lee Curtis playing the President of the United States uh, one of those uh, the drama thrillers set in a parallel universe kind of thing uh, Wizard of Oz do you remember how long ago what year that came out 1939 yes it's the 80th anniversary right. of the Wizard of Oz
0: and it's coming back to the big screen oh, I love that film I really do really? yeah oh. I love it I really do you're not you're I, not a fan or no i
5: I've seen it so many times I don't know if I can watch it again but if you've never seen it on the big screen come on
0: didn't one of the munchkins like hang himself in the background oh, Is that did, did you hear have you ever heard about that uh, that urban legend that's an urban legend
5: uh, no tell me more
0: well yeah but turn and so I watched it <laughs> somebody said oh man if you cue into this spot uh Dorothy does this and then the tin man raises his right hand you will see uh, one of the munchkins uh, <laughs> kill himself and hang himself he's just hanging there And i go oh my god so then i watched it and it was a bird it was a bird it was a freaking bird (laughs) like how could some jerk try to uh, pawn off that stupid story there was i I wasted all that time trying to see this month because the fact that i even believe that for any amount of time is ridiculous too (laughs) like no one would notice the dead guy in the background hanging from a tree and leave it in Ah, uh, that's
5: right. good stuff. Anyway. So that's uh, all the new movies coming out this week. I mentioned Glass did $47 million on the four-day long weekend here. That was a bit below their projections, yeah. if you know what I mean. The Upside uh, came in third place, Aquaman. Do you remember talking about Dragon Balls last week? Yeah,
0: I do. I do remember that. That's an that- animated film.
5: Japanese anime came in fourth place did uh little over eight almost nine million dollars this weekend now is it
0: Dragon Ball Z or dragon well, Balls this is it's I called it's dragon Ball z there
5: there there's a dragon Ball z there's a dragon Ball super there's a dragon Ball and oh. now there's dragon Ball Broly that's the one that's out there right now oh
0: that one sounds really lascivious <laughs> Uh, yeah (laughs) Yeah. okay so which one is the one that's in the movies
5: it's the broly one it's dragon
0: ball broly
5: broly is the is yes is the
0: (laughs) this is stupid so dumb
5: no it's amazing yeah so also worth checking out this weekend uh there uh is the sag awards are are coming out this week as well uh, and so the Screen Actors Guild—always a great time on uh, award show fodder—and uh, so you can watch that on Sunday night on TV as well. Have you
0: ever been to an award show, Ron, like that or Golden Globes no, or the Oscars? No, I
5: never have. You got—it's a tough ticket. I, yeah. I'm not—I'm not that. I'm just yeah, a little. but I mean,
0: this is a lokes deal. You I guys have a huge don't... amount of pull in the industry.
5: No, we really don't. No? All right. I hate award shows. Why would I go, want to go sit there for a while? Well, I know,
0: but so just at least once to experience it. That'd be a good story for you.
5: Yeah, you're right. Once to experience it. I, maybe this year would be the year because yeah. they're not going to have a host, right? They're going to just do it. I don't know how they're going to do that. Wait, what? They're not going to have a host for just, for the Oscar show this right, year. Right,
0: because it was. was it, uh, Kevin Hart. It was, yeah, yeah. Then that blew up. They blew him out. And then there's no one to do it?
5: That's what they're saying.
0: Oh, that's stupid. I'll do it. <laughs> You'll t- but I'll do it for free. But you're sick. Let's get, let's get the uh, swag bag. It's all they want is a swag bag. Those <laughs> right. are worth a lot of money.
5: Yes, they are. I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe it'll be nice and short, and that way we'll get in and out of there in two hours instead of three and a half. Uh, but I, I'm kind of curious. To, the ratings have been, you know, going steadily downhill yeah. oh, I know year what that's after like. year.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that happens to me all the time. Name a job. Do you? <laughs>
5: Do you know who's hosted the Oscars more than any other person? Think way back, and this is before our time, but there's a big-name comedian that has hosted the Oscars 18 times more than anybody else in the history of Oscars. Okay,
0: I had a guess, but then you said before our time, and I don't well, think not my guess totally is before, before our, our time. time. Billy Crystal.
5: N- no, that's not him. He didn't do it 18 times. Bob Hope. Oh, where's Bob Hope when you need it? We have no, there's no Bob Hope in the world anymore.
0: Yeah, you know it's interesting because the way <laughs> entertainment these days is so different. You think about Bob Hope with the variety show vibe and feel to right. what he did. Right. That type of show would not go off today. No. People don't really watch shows like that anymore. Yeah. They don't have. They have different. Uh, uh, our comedy has become more biting. Yeah. There, uh, you know, the the silliness of a show like like Hope or whatever he would do that would get... Uh, Carol
5: Burnett. Yeah, that, kind that, that doesn't happen anymore. You think know. about
0: how cheesy the comedy was that we laughed at in the 1970s right? and 80s. <laughs> They did that now. It's like a plot of a Nickelodeon show.
5: Well, but Saturday Night Live, is that not kind of where we've progressed in that yeah. sort of Bob Hope yeah, thing. Yeah, I think so. But we don't have one host that's done it for ever and ever like he did or Carol Burnett for all those years. And yeah,
0: and I, maybe that has to do with uh, people are so fickle and their tastes change so much because they're exposed to so much. Yeah, yes. In terms of all the different content. All the choices that are out, out there. there. That's right. Ron, always a pleasure. I can't tell you how much. I enjoyed it always when we were together on BBL. I enjoy this uh, as much or more. So. Thank you,
5: Eric. It's great to be with you. And um, thank you for coming out even uh, in your present condition.
0: Well, I hope they spray this microphone with Lysol. Gene, we got to spray this thing down. <laughs> yeah, he, like Gene says, I'm throwing it away. <laughs> all right. Once again, from the palatial... Satellite digs of WKTV. My gosh, this has been talking movies with Ron Van Tierman. Ron, please take us out. See you in the movies, indeed. Oh my gosh, that is it—the end of not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Thank you for checking it out. Fresh show, Tuesday, January nine. Thank you so much for checking this out, though, and supporting me. Consider signing up for my Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Eric Zane. Add uh ad free listener supported. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you so much, folks. Have a great one. Till next time. Bye bye.